Welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host with all of the mostest, if that's the right way you say it, Daniel Hayes, along with Matt Baker and Terrell Stein, can the host with the average amount. Can you hear me? Of the mostestness. Just mic check. Can you hear me? Uh, no, because I don't have my headset on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, you know what? I'm a host with the least of <laughs> You can oh, find number one B. <laughs> you can find us at anchor.fm backslash AVG NFL Pod. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Just an Average NFL Podcast. Look for us on Spotify, Apple, or just about anywhere else you can get a podcast by searching for that as well. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Help us get this thing growing to average heights gentlemen it's almost time for the bowl that some consider to be super the the bangles bowl <laughs> bangles bowl. i'm a man <laughs> bangles gonna, beats rams bangles beats Rams. just go ahead and put it out there just go with it i mean it's been day one of this podcast i've been out here going hey you know what the bangles are somebody to Think about hey, and just so you know, the Simpsons didn't predict it. I know nobody uh, predicted. I, <laughs> I was like literally on a mountain myself, screaming into the Ricola. You didn't thing. predict no fucking Super Bowl. Like, no, I did a predict season, a good though. season. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not saying that I. I, mean, I knew well, they were going to the Super Bowl. To be honest, well, no, you did. But, we did do our Super Bowl predictions before the season, and you didn't have them. So no, I didn't. I, didn't. Okay, well, I also had Green Bay there because I didn't ask. I had the Green Bay and the Rams. I think were who I had in the Super Bowl. You had the Green. Yeah, well, yeah, eighty year old lady right now. I am the Green Bay. You could have Green Bay. We didn't have Green Bay and the Rams because they're in the same division. Well, we it had was, uh, Green Bay and the Chiefs. The Chiefs, maybe it was Chiefs. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was Green Bay was one of the teams. Yes, that we had because we had Green Bay winning it all. Yeah, but anyway, and that didn't happen. So we're gonna find out <laughs> on Sunday, 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 the Bengals versus the Rams in Super Bowl fifty something numbers 56, I think. four average numbers. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of them. I have no idea. It's one. It's, it's add one to last year's. Yeah, whatever last I, well, yeah, year was. Yeah, last year was 55. Yeah, so. So this year would be 56. 56. That makes sense. I'm just, not going to argue. I just remember 2016 was the 50th. It's actually 56 plus ones. That it is. <laughs> if done properly, it is 56 Pro- plus ones. Properly. Properly. So we're going, uh, so we'll go over a little bit of news. Obviously, uh, still stuff coming out about the Flores thing. Like I said, we're not going to really dive into that until we know more. Um and nothing major, earth-shattering or anything came out. Um, the teams that he is suing have released statements, obviously denying everything that they're being sued for. Um, but we do have some coach signings, and and um, just to make it easy, I'm just going to go through all of the head coaches that have been signed, and uh, up until now, <coughs> excuse me. So we'll start with the Bears. Uh, they signed. Uh, their new head coach is Matt Eberflus or Eberflus. Uh, he was the Colts defensive coordinator. Is now the head coach of the Bears. I don't know a ton about the guy, but uh, we'll see how that works. And uh, I can't remember if he signed his OC. That's really going to dictate the uh, offense. So, because uh, this guy's a defensive coordinator, so I doubt he's bringing his own system to it. But uh, the Broncos uh, signed Nathaniel Hackett, the former Packers OC, which has led to obviously a lot of speculation that maybe Mr. Rogers' neighborhood will be moving to Denver. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. I know that there were reports that Rogers was playing a celebrity golf tournament, 
and somebody hollered from the crowd and, and asked him if he's going to Denver, and he said maybe or something to that effect. So He's building a house in um, Tennessee, too, uh, just outside of Nashville. Right oh, now. really? Yeah. Oh. So there's some the other Titans. rumors going around, <laughs> just saying. Oh, I, man, you know you know, Rogers is sitting at home, and he's just basking in all. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's probably building three houses in three different places that lead to just speculation. Just to stir the fucking pot. Just to yeah, lead yeah, to yeah, speculation. He's the type of dude to do that shit, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt at all. <laughs> Uh, the Texans, uh, this week, this is a newer sign, and they, uh, well, I guess you'd consider this a promotion, but Lovey Smith, who was their defensive coordinator, has been um, uh, promoted to head coach. I believe he was an interim head coach for them also. But um, Lovey's coached before in the league. He took the Bears to the Super Bowl against the uh, Colts back when Peyton was playing. So uh, he's going to be fine out there. It's not his first rodeo. And another former head coach was signed by the Jaguars, Doug Peterson, the former Eagles head coach. Uh, it's going to be interesting what happens there with Peterson. Peterson has been known as a QB guy. Um, there was some criticism about his time in Philadelphia of not developing young talent, but some of Carson Wentz's best years and his rookie years and stuff were with Peterson. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do with Trevor Lawrence. And uh, he's definitely got some young talent there to either develop or not. So... Let's see how that goes. Um, the Raiders brought in Josh McDaniels. He's going to get his second shot at things. Uh, of course, he tried they, the Broncos for a little while, and that turned into a whole fucking debacle. And he got fired from the Broncos. And uh, he was the former Patriots offensive coordinator. So he is a he is a bright offensive mind. I just don't know if he's head coach material. Uh, I mean, can it get worse? Good point. Right. <laughs> Hopefully he's not um, – well, Well, anyway. So the Dolphins signed Mike McDaniel. This one was interesting. Uh, nobody saw this coming. It's kind of out of the blues. 49ers offensive coordinator. We all know that the 49ers really run Kyle Shanahan's system, so I don't know how much control or anything Mike McDaniel had over that offense, but it does bode well for any running backs that the Dolphins have or may sign because if he's bringing that Kyle Shanahan system over, it's going to be a lot of running the football. Um, so you're saying so, go out and get Duke Johnson? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, it depends, you know. Or Miles Gaskins. Or if, if they go into next season is with Miles Gaskin being the top dude, that's everybody's going to want Miles Gaskin. I will yeah. say that. Hmm. Um, I just think they're probably going to draft somebody or sign maybe somebody like Fournette or something in the off season. Um, the Vikings signed Kevin O'Connell, who is currently the Rams' offensive coordinator. That won't really take effect till after the Super Bowl, but uh, he has been named to be their head coach. The Saints promoted their defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, to head coach. Um, I don't know a lot about him, so a lot of defensive guys when they come in, you know, I don't know. In, in an offensive league, Dennis Allen. What's his last name? Allen. Oh, okay. Like two first names kind of oh. threw me off there. <laughs> okay, I thought I was saying something wrong. <laughs> and then the Giants, which sparked all the controversy with Flores, they signed Brian Dabal or Doball or Dable or Doball. The white brother. Dable. His Dable. Dable. Okay. Uh, Will he was the Wills. He was the Wills OC. He's <laughs> the Bills uh, former Bills offensive coordinator. So um, he's going to get his shot at being a head coach, <laughs> and that's currently all the head coaches in the NFL. Um, so I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's any current openings uh, still haven't been filled. I can't. Um, Do the Saints 
Has that been taken care yeah, of? That was yeah, that's the double, two first names double, guy. Two first names oh, yeah, guy. that's right. <laughs> Dennis Allen. So I, I guess I heard you say Saints, and I quit listening. <laughs> well, and then the two first names threw terrible. me off. So. <laughs> yeah. One other thing I do want to mention that was announced today, the NFL is going to have their first ever game in Munich, yeah, Germany. So That should be interesting. Uh, what I didn't mm, see I mean, is, are they still playing in London? This next season, are they having games in London and Munich? Or probably. So I mean, I'm going to guess it's It's been a thing that they've been trying to introduce. Yeah. Is, you know, going kind of worldwide, mainly to get everybody else's money as well Prestige as Americans' worldwide. money. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that they would be giving that up. I mean, you know, there's there's too much. Like I said, there's too much money involved in that to where they would. I wouldn't think they'd give it up. They wouldn't trade out London just to. So I mean, where are Jacksonville going right. to lose at? You know, I mean, <laughs> they they tend to. Uh, didn't they win? They did win this year. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I just you know. But if well, if they don't play in London, where's Kyle <clears throat> Pitts going to score all his touchdowns? hundred, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you watch the Pro Bowl? I did. Oh, horrendous. I didn't watch any of I it, mean, but I've seen some clips. It is literally the worst fucking game in the history of football they're they're not trying it's trash yeah, you, you, get rid of it nfl no one except baker even gives two shits about it you can't go into it expecting it to be this a uh, phenomenal then game. don't I mean, play it now, if I, you're I, not going to tackle don't play it i really enjoyed like i liked it it, it, it was it was because it was the, fun so you're the one yeah i am the one the i'm, I'm one. the reason the one that keeps it around <laughs> yeah. i mean it's good for the charities it's great for the, it's the what bruce they do. springsteen of football games we all know <clears> well let's I not get like carried away it's, I, it's I do. I don't know. I just feel I like it. it was funny. They, I mean, they they lined um, Trayvon Diggs up as a wideout and put Stephon Diggs out there to cover him. It, it was just you know they yeah, they fun with it. They have joke. fun with it. It is. It's a hundred percent a joke. And it it's not because it's not a joke to be a joke. It's like I said. It's for charities. It's everybody gets to put their two cents in and play around a little bit, cut up and have skills. fun. It should just be a skills competition. The skills competition is awesome. I love the Pro Bowl skills yeah, competition. Yeah. They, That's they the part expand, that I love. They should expand the skills. They, they should let corners compete against quarterbacks in like throwing because then you can say, "Oh my God, Trayvon Diggs is more accurate than Jared Goff." Well, they well that's <laughs> well, people knew that to begin with. Yeah, but then they're gonna upset this, the whole structure of who gets paid <laughs> what. So, but it, it's funny though. Like this year, they had uh, you know they had the non-quarterback uh, compete in the quarterback competition and had a uh, Hunter Renfro out there and uh, Justin Jefferson and um, uh, Trey. They had uh, not Trey, wasn't Trayvon Diggs, but. It, it just I, I enjoy watching other people, for lack of a better term, attempt other positions so, that they don't play. So you like and, everything about the Pro Bowl except for the actual Pro Bowl? The game itself is is it's, it's, it's only fun to me because Doo-doo. you can see them out there cutting up and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's all about charity. That's really the only bottom dollar look, I, is. Look, I don't have yeah. a problem with the charity it's, aspect. I just think that if they're not going to tackle then don't don't put them in pads just put them out there in shorts make it flag them, football and make it well, well either it's, that it's, or just make it like hey it's two hand touch i mean yeah it's basically what it is but it, they don't even count it though cuz like miles garrett had an interception and he got like grabbed and then he pulled through it and got the touchdown ten yards later. They still yeah. gave him the touchdown. But it, that was that was the well, charity aspect. It's not aspect officially where, two hand touch. Yeah. It, well, no. I mean, it, you can't tackle. They, sh- it, it, they should make it that. Should have saw freaking Max Crosby. He he didn't get the memo at first that it was just a non you know an easy game because he was man he was eating lunch pushing through that open offensive line yeah. and then getting up on the quarterback. So that's so they benched him. 
No, they, they <laughs> named him MVP. <laughs> they said, all right, yeah, you're he's MVP. the only defensive player giving a shit. <laughs> but I like the idea. No, it'll, just, it'll never happen, but I, I like the idea that somebody proposed of the, the two worst teams have to play and the winner gets in their one overall pick. That, I so can, you take I can the two bottom teams and that, that they play that week for the first pick in the draft. That would be awesome. That you would see some. You would finally teams. see the two worst teams actually playing to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 For the first, they've been playing to lose to get the first round pick, and then the allegedly, game. allegedly, yeah, hundred thousand dollars every lost game. Or you allegedly, could just, or just sign Adam Gase. Yeah, that was a good. That and then you don't have to. You don't well, have to worry about. He was doing it for free for exactly. so long. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and refresh everybody about our, where our picks are and stuff before we move into our Your picks. Uh, the only other thing 20. about the news, I'm sure everybody else yeah. knows, in the the Alvin Kamara situation. Oh God, the, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to just gloss over that. Yeah. So apparently, Alvin Kamara got into a, 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 a brouhaha at what? a club and hit a guy, and then some of his. Posse or entourage or whatever the kids are calling it this day decided to jump in and continue to also beat the guy down. So we'll see how it, it most likely it'll just probably disappear at some point. A check will get cut and it'll go away. That's how most of these bail was a little bit low. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, a five thousand yeah. dollar bail is kind Who does of. he play for? Um, he plays for the guy with Dennis two first Allen. names. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, shots so, where I can, but they will. Pro- he will probably still face some sort of suspension coming into the season. I know that if you go back to when Tyreek Hill, not Tyreek Hill, um, Kareem Hunt got Kareem suspended. Hunt. It was what eight weeks and ended up basically being nine because their their team by was him. week nine. Yeah, or that they, well, yeah, he got he, dropped. He got but dropped. Well, he got, then, but then he served a suspension when he and, got and signed. Then came back. When, yeah, yeah, and so he, he was he didn't play that year till week ten, but. Um, so I don't know, but his he actually got like uh, I don't think it went away. I think he got prosecuted. Yeah. Um, and, and whatever. But apparently there's a good bit of video evidence on this one. So yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I, as a dynasty, as a Kamara dynasty owner, I'm a little nervous, but I'm, it's not like I'm going to drop him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this isn't a. Uh, a Henry Ruggs type, well, it, and it's way so. too early to be making any kind of yeah. real judgment calls on all of it, too. So, so hopefully, yeah. it doesn't turn into another uh, Deshaun Watson type. Yeah, yeah, where it drags out for twenty seven, yeah. and for, he never sees the field, even if he was yeah. good to play. And well, stuff like that. they said that they would have Watson never got suspended by the NFL. He could have technically played. He just didn't want to play. Yeah, so. yeah but you know, if he said he wanted to and he went to pad up, they probably would have done something else, put him on an exemption yeah. list or something. Yeah. Which, if so. I'm the Texans, I would have been like, please, just put the pads on. <laughs> Let us say you're going to play so they, so I can get a roster spot back. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, it, it was like, we're either playing him or he's going to put him put him on the fucking exemption list, please. But uh, anyway, so let's, re, let's go over these picks and stuff real quick. Kind of remind everybody since we we got it, you know, two, well, we got a few more days before the Super Bowl happens. So Currently in 1A position yes. is Terrell. With Team plus money. nine ones. What, what? He picked the Bengals to win with a point, uh, not spread, uh, what would it be called? Total, total points. Point Total points for the game of 34. Uh-huh. Uh, and the 1B position would be yours truly, Matt Baker, with plus nine ones. Also picked the Bengals to win yep. with Open a total the points. Door. Opening the door for 2A. Yeah, mm. so with the total points of 51, in case there's a tie. And then, very close behind the 1A and 1B spots mm. is the clear and obvious 
two A. Call it what it is. Third. It's the third place. She, yeah. Oh, it's second. Third. Second place. It's the second third place. It's the first second place. <laughs> <laughs> With a, a, a whopping eight positive ones. Eight plus ones. Eight plus ones. Yeah. And he picked the Rams. Yep. Well, it's the only shot I got, but I I, I would have picked them either way. With a with a, a total points of sixty. So. Yep. It gives everybody a good a good distance between us and see where we all land. So hopefully, so you're it's telling a, me there's a chance. There is a chance. We st- we haven't decided what the winner gets. What does the winner get for this? Mm. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Dry handy. Uh, Why dry? I want to use the tears from whoever well, loses. I was going to say I'm going to be crying if I lose. So I want the tears from the losers. We can work that out. Well, no, let me rephrase. No, I don't. I don't. We're not giving it to them. We're going to go find a, somebody to give it to them for us. Yeah, thank God, because we got a conundrum here. Is that the name of the person we're going to pay? No, that's going to be the name of the handy? video. <laughs> conundrum. Oh God. Speaking uh, of which, it's way too early Google. to go this far off rails. What is conundrum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we yeah. didn't dis- we didn't discuss that. We should come up with something before the end well, of this podcast. Right I guess. Now. Okay. Right okay. All right, we'll okay. say that the uh the winner gets to um mm. I have no idea. I mean, unless we want to do something like a a lunch or something. Well, or so we're dinner or something. So we're all uh do do in our um we can make it still fantasy football related if we need to. We're all in the same dynasty league, right? Yeah, we're so, going to be in two of the same dynasty. Yeah, so we're so we can have it where the winner gets to influence the losers in their first number one pick. No, no, we're not. Not like that. not pick it for them. Suck it. No, they no, have but it. limit it. I don't nope. have any picks. Nope. I gave oh. them all away. Nope, that's not happening. <sighs> well, well, if you if you want to bring it into <laughs> that realm, then we can say that the winner. Gets to pick the team names for a season for the other two players. Oh, we can do team oh, names. Team name. Yeah. I like team yeah. name. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I like where that's going. And they have to stay with the t- that team. They name. have to hold it the, the, the entire the with the entirety losers, of the season. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> all right. okay. Okay, so we're gonna put this on paper here. So what league? We're gonna go with our redrafts or a dynasty league? Hmm. Uh, I think we're more more closely related to a dynasty podcast, so I, I vote we go with the dynasty league. We're just going over dynasty stuff now because it's the only fantasy. Yeah, I think we're we've been redraft. Okay, so we'll do all year. We've been redraft the last yeah. couple weeks. Okay, so redraft. So our home team, or we could yeah. do it in our, our home league, our best ball next year. Well, no, because then that's just just us. us. Yeah. yeah, we need other okay. people to. We need to. We need to. We have to live in the shame. Okay, so hooligans. this is going to be hooligans. Yeah. Shame, shame. <laughs> Redraft so Hooligans the winner, League. The winner gets to choose the team name. Winner for picks the hooligans. hooligans. Names of losers teams. I love how you spelled losers there. That's amazing. Is that not right? Is it losers? No, it was losers. Oh, losers. Oh. <laughs> that O's non-existent. No, it's, that's a, it's silent. That's a silent O. <laughs> that's a silent O. Ignore that well, O. A zero carries no value. <laughs> it's, I did L-O-0-S-E-R-S. Oh, God. That's how it's spelled. It's L-O-Zero. Listen, I, somebody who knows how to spell, I never misspell anything. I, yeah, I know. I, I wanted to shed some light. I'm glad you're giving spell. it to me. I'm, yeah, I'm appreciating this. I never fuck up spelling at all. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> uh it was my one shot because I think the last time I misspelled something on air, y'all roasted the shit out of me. I think I personally think I spelled it right, and you just mispronounced it. 
no. you pronounce the second silent zero that's not there. Because uh, I spelled my loser with two zeros. Look, if you didn't spell it with two O's, uh, if there's not another O there, then I never roasted the Bengals. <laughs> uh, all right. So, of course, the last couple episodes, we went over what was uh, uh, one of the fantasy fo- football sites, I think the Fantasy Pros, consensus top 20 for dynasty startup and so what we did is we sat down and came up with a top 24 because 24 gives you the first two rounds of a draft of our you know um what we think is a dynasty startup and there's a lot more disparity in some of our rankings than i previously (laughs) thought there were gonna be um but overall i going over the list i like the list i think it's a good list but uh this will be our first. It's the perfect list. <laughs> this will be our first. Um, um, listicle. Listicle, this yeah. Is, yeah. This we're, is our first drop, listicle. We're about to whip out our listicles for everyone to see. <laughs> we got them low-hanging listicles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, these big swinging listicles. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think I think <laughs> big hanging listicles was the title of Terrell's first sex tape when he worked. Y'all better in a be library. ready. That's, that's gonna be in a yeah. that's gonna be the title of y'all's team name next year. Low hanging listicles. <laughs> oh, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so our our big fat listicles. This will be the first one that we drop on everybody, and uh, <laughs> just slap you right in the face right with this face. listicle. Just gonna throw this listicle all yeah. around. And so we'll go over it. Um, we, of course, started off. Well, you know what? Let's work it from the bottom. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah. Do you? So, yeah, we're going to start. Let's get away from where we were all on the same consensus yeah, and go, go right into where we let's all. Let's go ahead and kick this. <laughs> well, actually, we were pretty close on the 24. Yeah, the, the later, later rounds, too. Number so. 24 in the Just an Average NFL podcast. Dynasty startup rankings. Oh, well, let me specify too. This is all based off of a uh, half point PPR, twelve man single quarterback league. So um, DJ Moore, number twenty four, coming in. Of course, uh, still up in the air about what quarterback he's going to have. He's had great seasons, but he's been held back by quarterback play. But the dude can play. When you know, he, he just he just gets out there. He's not super flashy, but every time you look at the box score. Dude's got seven, eight catches, 60, 70, 80 yards. Um, his touchdowns are a little low. Um, but so were the Panthers like this last year, too, though. Yeah, so. but, I mean, every year for him. But, yeah. again, it, that goes back to the quarterback play. So if the Panthers can figure out how to get him a serviceable quarterback, then uh, this dude could really take off. But I think 24 is a good place for him. Um, uh, let's see. A lot of these guys we talked about doing the other rankings, so that's why I'm not going to really spend too much time. I do, but I do want to get your guys' insights on some of our rankings, so people can understand where you're coming from and why they're so low. Um, so, but I, I had I had him at 25. Baker, you had him at uh, 22, and Terrell had him at 20. So we're all kind of right there. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of disparity there. So that's that's pretty pretty cool there. But uh, Aaron Jones, this is a little bit of disparity here um, at 23. I had him at 31. I just think the guy's getting pushed out up in, in uh, Green Bay. Um, if he was at another team, or if uh, AJ Dillon wasn't the uh, guy, then that you know I, I would uh, I'd be more on board. But with also with uh, Aaron Rodgers probably leaving, that that affected it too. I just think that Aaron Jones is is going to be at best 
a uh, running back two, uh, uh, you know, a low end running back two. So, you know, if I'm starting a dynasty, uh, if he's an RB two this year, next year it's going to be AJ Dillon's show thing, and he's got a contract, so he's not going to go. He's not going anywhere. Uh, so next year he'll just be completely relegated to a backup, in my opinion. So that's why I put him at 31. But Baker, you got him at 18. So talk to me. I I don't know. I, he still finishes top 10, top 11 this year, even with AJ Dillon emerging. I mean, he's he's an amazing back. He's good at the pass catching and uh, pass catching. And I mean, with Aaron up in the air with Aaron Rodgers, kind of is the reason I kind of had him lower. Um, I still think he has a good two or three years in him. They paid him big money to do what he does, and he did it this year, his, his first year on his contract. I understand A.J. Dillon's this rookie that's coming up and, and looks amazing, not trying to take anything from him. But the Packers over the last three or four years have proven they can have two backs that can do work. And, you when know, they have a viable quarterback when they have a viable system. And, I mean, in, in the same situation, I think Aaron Jones is good enough and – and A.J. Dillon could potentially become good enough to not need an Aaron Rodgers and still be but what a if big Jordan Love time. comes in and becomes a – he's going to steal some he's, of those yards. You know, he's the start of it. Quarterback, so. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, you got to have that dual threat if you're going to have a running quarterback. you got to have that running back that they're worried about. Is he going to receive the ball when they line him up out there in the slot, or is he going to be the one that you know comes back across the field and gets in the backfield and puts the yards up? I mean, Aaron Jones is – he, he's that all-around playmaker for the Green Bay Packers. If they didn't have A.J. Dillon, then he'd be out there, in my opinion, doing close to McCaffrey numbers and kind of aspect. But they've got a decent running back to help take some of that load off of them, and they split the work. Well, the so. other side of the equation is the dude's 27. So you're looking at a guy who's not only getting pushed out by a younger guy, not only most likely losing his Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's also 27 years old. So – you know, to me, if, if I'm going to draft a guy at 18 in a dynasty league, I'd want a guy that, that's going to be finishing in, in the top 10, if I can get him there, uh, or close to the top 10, and he's going to be there for a couple years. I think that if, when Aaron Jones is 29, I just don't see him being fantasy viable anymore. I think he's a guy that's probably after, you know. But, you know, Terrell, you're down there with me at 27. I mean, you can go ahead and jump in here too and kind of give your, your opinion on these based off of the two things. I mean, Two sides that you've heard. Uh, really, everything's been said, I would say. I'll just add to it. You talk about what he can do, but the thing is, now we're going into a season to shake up what was already a shaky situation for him. So his best attributes being a pass catching back from this last year and with A.J. Dillon coming on, Right, all that changes uh, one more year into what's already eaten away at what he is. Right, I, I, I don't know. So I, I personally feel kind of basing it. I, I was judging it on Aaron Rodgers leaving, and I think that Aaron Jones is going to be the bigger playmaker and the more reliable source for them with a quarterback like Jordan Love coming in. And who knows, they may go try to go after a veteran or something just to give. Another year to Jordan Love that. back here, no, but they've invested too much in that dude. But but even even my, I mean, just as my situation, I mean, I I think Aaron Jones, I think he's still got two years in him. I think he has a good first half of the year. You picked up a good piece in eighteen as a second round pick that could potentially turn into like a first round pick draft pick for the next year, depending now, on. Now how don't it get me wrong, out I have him in dynasty, and I don't plan on trading him because I do think I'm getting another good year out of him. That's I'm hoping that it's a good enough year where he's still tradable 
afterwards because I don't want to risk it anymore. I'm still kind of unsure if I want to risk this next year with it. I'll have to figure that out as I go through this rest of this off season. But with all that being said, he's just barely out of my top 24 anyways. Yeah. So it's not like I have him ranked at like 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And that's I got him just barely in the, you know, in the second round. So, I mean, and I was looking yeah. more at value. He's a and third round pick in my, in, yeah. in my estimation. All right. Here's another one. We got a lot of disparity coming in at 22. And I think this is just mainly about what you 22. put the value of this position. But Mark Andrews, I have him at 28. Baker's got him at six. For some inexplicable <laughs> reasoning, and uh, Terrell's got him at twenty six. Yep. Uh, the only reason he's even in the top twenty four is because Baker's got him at six. That's my bad, guys. <laughs> but oh, my uh, good, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's he obviously was the tight end one this year. He's uh, he will be twenty seven in September, so he's not that old. So he's still got a few good years. Thirty twenty nine thirty is generally the hard fall off of uh, these tight ends but you're looking at Kelsey who's 31 is still out there doing pretty good yep um, he's a guy that they depend on the, the biggest issue I have with Andrews uh, is that it, it, until this year he was very touchdown dependent this year he did get a lot of targets but if you look at the splits of when he played with um, Jackson and when he played with the backups um, I'm brain fart all all the names right now. Josh Johnson yeah. and Trace. No, was it Trace McSorley no, or no, the think, other one? Um, uh, I can't remember. Anyway, but when he played with the backups, they were they targeted him a lot more than with Jackson. So if Jackson stays healthy, then it's going to go back to that low target count, but it'll be at a high touchdown upside. So I don't know. You know, he's my second tight end off the board. I have I I like I said I had him ranked at twenty eight. So it's not like I, I think the guy's a complete bum. I'd take him over Aaron Jones, for example. But um, I just, you know, for me, if I'm drafting somebody in the top, almost in the top five at six, I'm definitely not drafting a tight end, and I'm definitely not drafting a tight end that's generally touchdown dependent. Huntley. Huntley, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's touchdown dependent on an offense that's that's run heavy. So I don't know. Talk to me, Baker. Tell me how you justify a six overall pick for uh, for a tight end in a single tight end uh, half point PPR league. To me, going into the upcoming years, I feel that as far as longevity, opportunity, ability, and talent, he kind of plays into all four of those categories for bare minimum the next four years. He's proven that it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, he can put up numbers, and he's a set it and forget it tight end. And that's one of the toughest positions, even in a dynasty league, especially a lot of dynasty leagues are trying to go where you know it's tight end heavy or um you know um where they make the tight end one of the most valuable players it, tight, end can, premium. tight end and premium tight end and premium he's definitely a higher pick for me but i mean just in general just as, as a tight end you can literally draft him pick him up and put him out so there so for you it's more out of convenience of <clears> it, not it's, having to worry about a tight end it's getting somebody and putting him in the spot and then literally not having to worry about it till till you have a buy okay. <clears throat> or any, any kind of potential injury because, I mean, it just I, – I, I burned myself too many times in the past going, I'll get a tight end in the third or fourth. And then you get down there and you're like, the top three are gone. What do you do? And Mark yeah. Andrews is one of those guys that literally he's been top five all or three of the four years he's been in, a, in, in the league. And he, he's proven this last year. It doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. Volume touchdowns, whichever way it works out, he still proves that he is a he's a monster. Well, I can – I mean, I can respect that – Approach. The only counter argument I would give to you is this: If you are at, sitting at six, 
and Mark Andrews is on the board. But Mark Andrews is on the board. DK Metcalf's on the board. Debo Samuel's on the board. CD Lamb's on the board. Cooper Cups, Tyree Kill, Swift. All these guys are still on the board. Hell, maybe even Eckler or Najee's still on the board that high in the draft. Now, I, I know that you would probably take Najee or Eckler based off of, well, maybe not Najee, but, but uh, Eckler you'd probably take above him. But, you know, I just can't see how the production I would get out of a tight end that I may pick up in the third or fourth round as opposed to the production I'm going to get out of a DK Metcalf who is also a set-it-and-forget-it wide receiver and is also more positions that i got to fill. To me, it's just the value of being able to get a top-tier guy that I've got to have multiple people of that position as opposed to a guy that I can spot fill or stream and be okay. I'm obviously not going to get Mark Andrews' numbers off of Gasecki or Schultz or whoever i got to plug in for a matchup like yeah. I did in my dynasty all season. But, uh, you know, a guy like DK who's, you know, 24 and he's going to be a, a top-tier wide receiver, you know, even in a bad year he finished in 12th. So, you know, I, I get where you're coming from. It's just hard for me to justify that high in the draft. If you're talking 11-12, even though I got him at 28, uh, okay. But, you know, but hey, each to their it's, own. Yeah, you know, you win, so I can't sit here and disparage your philosophy. It just It's hard for me to go to yeah. – six just freaks me out. Yeah, you know? no, I trust so, me, I understand. Six I, freaks me out, too. And like you said, I mean, he, he wins championships. I haven't. I haven't won one yet. I've been in a lot of fucking playoffs. I've yet to get big fucking trophy. Right. So obviously, yeah, I might be doing There's something wrong. Method to his madness, and but, it might be. But I'm he not does say he drafts Mark like Andrews shit. So maybe this is part of the reason. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> but, this is the reason right make, here. You make a lot of moves in, in the, I do. the season. I, I move stuff around, and I mean, it's it's weird. Like I I see one thing, and then it plays out to be another. Yeah. But I, I I see where it plays, and I make make my changes. Yeah, that's that's. Well, a that's yes. high for a tight end for me, and B, I mean, yeah. I just I wouldn't take Mark Andrews in the dynasty perspective that high first. No, but I, I wouldn't take him that high in redraft. Uh, definitely not dynasty. But so the next guy we don't have a lot of disparity on, so we don't need to spend touch, a ton of time. Is Nick Chubb? I got him at twenty one. Baker's got him at twenty, and you got him at eighteen. Mm-hmm. We're all right there. Yeah. That's about where the dude needs to be at twenty one. This next one's interesting. Um, you guys see uh, some more stuff there than I do, and and, and I'm. I think I, I will openly admit I think I'm probably too low on this guy, and, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me. But that's T. Higgins coming in at number twenty. I got him ranked twenty nine. Baker's got him ranked thirteen. And Terrell, you got him ranked at nineteen. So Baker, I'm going to throw this to you. Why don't you question me on my ignorance and stupidity and tell and say why the hell do I got him at twenty nine? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, dude, look, I don't, I, I'm, I don't know. I may be a little high on him because I've been riding that Bengals boat this year, but. I don't know. You you seem to have him a little lower than I would expect a young, up and coming wide receiver. Even if he's splitting with Jamar Chase, I mean, look what he did this year, splitting with Jamar Chase. But with and with Joe Burrow coming I mean, out, he's twenty three. You're right. Yeah, and he's a real twenty. He he just he's, turned twenty three. He's a young cat. He's it's a, this was his second year. He's really figured things out. And I'm talking uncontested catches, going up, getting the ball. The boy's got hands, and he's he's big dude. He's he's part of the reason the Bengals are where they are right now. He's he's a good big. I'll be part honest of with you. I don't really have a counter argument to that. I agree with everything you just said. So I need to probably reexamine <laughs> why I've got him so low. I mean, looking at who I got him above, who who I got above him, uh, I've got Amon Ross St. Brown, which you know what I probably should move T Higgins above Amon Ross. Terry McLaurin. 
I, that's a, I don't know. DJ Moore, maybe I got Cam Akers. I, I just I don't know. I, I, Here's another thing, too, to think about, too. Like, with Terry McLaurin, I personally feel that Terry McLaurin is a better receiver. Yeah. But they got some real questions they to work do. out in the quarterback they situation. Do. They do. You don't have trash. to worry about Joe Burrow nope. and T. Higgins, period. Nope. This is more of a comfort pick for me. Yeah. I put him up there because he's another one you can he's, almost he's set a set forget. Of, especially as a flex player. Or wide he's receiver a wide receiver, too. too I all, picked him up all day long. I picked him up I, I, off of waivers because uh, somebody was dumb. And I, I threw him in, and I, I, he stayed in my lineup the rest of the season. He so. had two 30-plus point weeks for me, you know, as a dynasty owner yeah. of him. I mean, and and plus he averaged twelve points on the weeks he did play. You know, I mean, well, what do you, I'm sorry. Uh, arguments both ways. Uh, one, you're I'm basically in, right in the middle of us. I yeah. am, but I'm in favor of where we have him. A because, like I said, Joe Burrow, and we were just proven that he can feed two thousand yard receivers for the season. And a, a, his tight end had and quite tight a few end yards had too. A so. Decent little season, and I mean, it, Burrow was able to feed it yeah and it worked and yeah the offense young, and yeah. t higgins is young and it you know for all accounts why wouldn't i expect that again yeah counter argument like when you're talking about somebody like scary terry yeah uh i also draft based a lot on talent and not so much what i worry about for next season in a situation like this when it comes to the quarterback because they had their quarterback he got injured i don't expect him to be injured again if they go that route, because we expected him to have a hell of a season if Fitz was behind the center. Yeah. So Is anybody hurt? Is Fitz playing next year? Does he he only signed a one-year with Washington. Yeah, and he's, so. he's talking about retiring last year. So. Right. Yeah. So, But I'm just saying, like, we no, don't yeah. know what's going to happen right. with the quarterback. Well, and, what we do know is that, they're, they're probably not going to roll into next year with Heineke. So. Yeah, probably yeah. not. But we just saw what a bad situation was for Scary Terry. Right. And he still wasn't absolutely horrible. Right. Yeah. So he had some bad weeks. I like, think that can it get worse? Well, yeah, thing, but I'm going to bank on his talent yeah. and say it's going to get a little bit better. And I'd rather have two number one guys instead of a one and a two guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't I know. Understand I, that. I think T. Higgins as a two is in the situation that Washington is in right now is better than a Terry McLaurin as a one. Yeah, personally, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with I mean, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. It just that's, my that's thing the comes hard down part. more to it, it sucks. I'm looking at my list, and my thing comes comes down more to. Not necessarily who T. Higgins is; it's the guys that I have him I have above him. Yeah, but I will openly admit there's a few that that I, I could probably put him above, and so. But we'll go up to the next guy on the list, and we don't need to spend a ton of time here because we're all relatively close. Um, he's my first tight end off the board for a dynasty, uh, because of, mainly because of his age, uh, and that's Kyle Pitts. I have him ranked 15. Baker, you got him at 23, and Terrell, you got him at 16. Like I said, Baker, you're lower, but you know I understand where you're coming from you're more of a obviously more of a mark andrews guy and uh you know me and terrell are right there in that 15 16 range as a, as a it should be guy. something to be said to have two tight ends in your top 24 yeah i got andrews and pitts so pitts makes it that that should be even in my mind it's still yeah. it's still but you have pitts where at the, uh 23 so it's not like we're that far apart yeah it's just you had Andrews. i had another exactly yeah exactly uh so then uh but coming in at 18 um this is this is a little bit of disparity here as well, a lot of disparity. And I think <laughs> some of the issues he's dealing with right now uh, that is, is affected this a little bit. But uh, I have – it's Alvin Kamara. It's at uh, 18. I have him at 8. Baker's got him at 30. And Terrell, you got him at 21, <laughs> yeah. which brought him down to 18 on our list. Um, for me, Alvin Kamara is dynamic. He doesn't need a lot of touches. 
uh, to, to do what he does. And uh, I just think that the, the guys – I can't imagine if he plays a full season, even with a shitty offense, that he doesn't finish as a top ten running back. Same. Um, he is, you know – Oh, his age, he is 26. He'll be 27 in July. So he is getting to that danger area for running backs. But I think I can get two more years out of this guy at at least a running back, too. So for me, you know, I. But again, I don't know what this legal stuff's going to do. If he gets suspended for eight weeks next year, then he'll definitely go down on my list. So talk to me again, Baker. Explain yourself why you got him at 30. I don't know. I, I'm a. Drafting for a dynasty, this this falls into an age slash opportunity slash um uh what's it called like a situational thing there because we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I mean, we're kind of expecting Jameis Winston to come back off his injury and be the guy, but I don't know what their contract says. We know that Taysom Hill isn't the best thing for Kamara. Well, we got the new coach who's, who's we got Taysom Hill coach. has, I'm, I doubt this new coach is, is like a, I don't know what Taysom's Hill deal was with uh, Sean Payton, but I don't know if the new coach has got that same loyalty. So. Yeah, I mean, and then you, we know Trevor Simeon's not going to come in and do anything with it. And I, I don't know, we saw, we saw Kamara's, it, it was a, still a big year for him, but he had like one half the touchdowns he's had of every other season he's played just about. So he's slowly becoming like less targeted in the end zone. He's, he's getting less opportunities for the touchdowns. And I mean, unless he's going to be just straight fed, which we've seen these running backs in the past, like, like Terrell likes to point out with some of the older ones, when you start feeding them and start giving them multiple and more and more and more carries and you start using them a lot more, you wear them out a lot quicker. And I mean, last year, if I'm not mistaken, was one of his biggest carry years. He had he had more attempts than he's had in any of the other yeah. years he's played. But who was it that uh, was behind Melvin Gordon for so long? Was that a uh, Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler. Yeah. Yep. Just just for you know to what you're saying right there. Mm-hmm. He's 26. Zeke's 26. Yep. Uh, Eckler has one less year in the league, I think, but Zeke has like over a thousand more touches during from that point on because Eckler sat behind somebody for so long. Yep. Right. So the he age, was the backup you know, back. You look at the age and you look and, at how much they've been look more. At the usage and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and last year Kamara got used a lot more last year than he has in any of the still years. Still only other years like he's played two hundred touches or so. I mean, I he think it was two forty. Yeah. yeah, this year that was more than like most of the, the years he has got. Less or it might have actually. I think he had two hundred and forty attempts just rushing. I don't know about as far as receiving is concerned. 240 attempts rushing and 67 targets. Right, so this year he got so over that 300 touch range. His targets were down a little bit because he's averaging about 100 targets a year, but he was 60, the next closest, 60 more attempts yeah. as far as carries. So, I mean, he got used a lot more this year, which boosted his numbers up to where he needs to be, but he also had five touchdowns where last year he had 16. Well, the offense year before he needed had 11. more, so yeah. Yeah, so, and that, that. that, that kind of worries me with the age, with the uncertainty and of the I, quarterback. Well, it worries you. Yeah, you I, got know, well, I know. Thirty. Yeah, but <laughs> He's I mean, a third-round draft pick. That's where it's all playing for me. Like, there's, there's yeah. too much uncertainties, and then, you know, you start – we're drafting dynasty. You know, you want young. You want somebody you can definitely, without a doubt, depend on. And I just don't. I, I think you got one more year out of Kamara. Okay. And we don't. Well, see here's him one anymore. thing we're going to tell you to explain yourself. You want young, somebody you can depend on. But yet you're taking Aaron Jones at 18 and Kamara at 30. To me, they're the same guy. Well, I don't know because Aaron. So Aaron you Jones gotta, minute, doesn't get the usage that Alvin Kamara does though. Well, you're going to have two offenses that are trying to figure shit out next year. 
Okay, you got two running backs. One is the alpha, the the, the clear number one back. One isn't. Mm-hmm. You got him ranked higher. They're both basically the same age, and I would estimate that Aaron Jones actually has more touches in his career overall than Kamara, and so he actually has more miles. And so, but yet you're taking one twelve spots higher, and and so I, I just don't know how you can say Kamara has finished. Either higher or right around where Aaron Jones has finished just about every year. Jones averages between 130 to 200 attempts and then 60 receptions a year. Okay, so he gets less work, but he's a and, higher guy. And he still ends up he was he was number two three years ago, number five, and then number ten this okay. last year. So he's finished higher than Kamara almost every year, being the second back, sharing sharing work, and well, he's not getting worked as hard. This the first year he's the second back. Last couple years he was the Well, he's been with Jamal Williams. He's still sharing the work. They're splitting the load. he wasn't the second back. No, not second back. He I wasn't mean, the Kamara's, second back this year, but Kamara's... He was towards the end of the season. Kamara's... You look at the touches. Well, that's because they were because playing for the Dillon's playoff push. Well, they were playing for the playoff push and saving Aaron Jones for playoffs. And then didn't they barely used him? So <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't have real any explanation at the end of it except for the fact that you I know, just think they, the twelve spot disparity to me. Did you make this list before or after the news I just, of Kamara? Oh, I'm the, that doesn't really play into too much of it for me. I don't honestly. know. It's got to sit in the back of your head. It does it for me. You don't, I, I think it's you don't think the possibility away. of him missing. Terrell games was trying to it? give you an out. To I don't. I was. Well, I mean, uh, I was I trying to give you. A little I personally bit, don't think so. I don't think it's going to end up really amounting to anything. He might miss two weeks for suspension or something like that. But it's going to bowl out. It's going to all bubble away, and we're not even going to hear before the season starts. We're not even really going to hear much of it. I don't. I personally don't think. All right. Well, the only thing I'll add is I just think that Kamara and Jones are in very similar boats, and you in the this, the the distance between the two. I would if 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 obviously based off my rankings. I mean, I got a ton of disparity in the two too, because one I got at eight and one I got at thirty-one. But and so maybe Mine are swapped. Too far, yeah, they're swapped. Well, but but yeah. to me, it's just if you if if Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones are sitting there and I'm drafting and I have to pick one of them, I'm taking Alvin Kamara a hundred percent of the time. He to me he's he's more he he has more value in any trade that I may want to make. And ultimately, he's the offense. He's going to be the offense of the Saints. Whether that's good or bad, it does. you know the opportunity is going to be there. Aaron Jones is not necessarily going to be the offense of the Packers. Now, I know that you think that, but, but Jordan Love's coming out. The dude is, is – we already seen how, what he tried to do against the Chiefs, um, and it wasn't very good. And, uh, you know – if they're not going to let Devontae Adams walk. And so they're either going to franchise him or sign him to a long-term deal. So Devontae Adams is definitely going to be there next year unless they can work out some crazy trade. And so Devontae Adams is there. Uh, Dylan's there. So I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back and, and uh, you know, it may be a Bengals situation. I may be eating the words. <laughs> if, if this was a redraft for next year, 100% of the time I'm taking Alvin Kamara over – uh, Aaron Jones for next year, but we're talking dynasty. I, I personally feel you got at least three years out of Aaron Jones where you don't have to worry about him. But I think after next year, we're all going to be saying Alvin Kamara who, personally. And I, and I can't understand. Wow, and Alvin Kamara is not even being threatened by another another running back. Yeah, That's no, what I'm I know. And Alvin Kamara hasn't proven to be injury prone, whereas Aaron Jones has. 
So I just don't. I don't. Right. This is gonna know. be interesting to see how this shakes. I don't know. This I'm, is it's, it's hey. purely a gut thing, apparently. So, yeah. but we'll go to the guy I just mentioned, Devontae Adams. We got him at seventeen. I have him at fourteen. Baker's got him <laughs> at twenty-eight, and Terrell's got him at seventeen. I know where you're coming from with this Baker, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. He's almost thirty years old. Uh, he's most likely losing his Hall of Fame quarterback, so he's not a guy you're going to have for a lot of years. Um, you could probably only get two, two if you're lucky, three more years, but most likely two high-end production out of him. That's if his quarterback isn't a straight-up doo-doo trash. This, this brings back the Jordan Love that we're yeah, talking about. So, I mean, do we think but, that... And so, but I think at 14 is still... I, I think, to me, Adams is one of those guys that no matter who's behind center, he's going to get the volume. Uh, whether that's good or bad volume, I don't know, but it's still volume. So, um, but I, I mean, I can I can also see your side of the street. So we don't need to spend a ton of time. I don't, I don't think twenty eight is crazy unless you you want to throw something in there, Terrell. No, but I, I do disagree with it. But I don't think it's as, as insane as the Kamara thing. <laughs> um, the next guy on the list is Jalen Waddle. I probably need to explain myself a little bit. I have him at twenty two. You both have him at fifteen. By the way, he that's, he is sixteen in our rankings. He's a young up-and-comer. He broke the uh, rookie record for receptions. Um, the, the things that scare me is the offense is in flux. But he is getting a good offensive mind down there, and I'm still not sold on Tua. But I think, obviously, he did what he did as a rookie with Tua. So, um, I mean, I still get him at 22. It's not like I'm completely kicking the guy. He's still a second-round pick for me. Um, so it's only, you know, a few, few places, uh, things. But do you guys want to... Throw anything on that, or do we want to move the next guy? I'll just say real quick, he did what he did as a rookie. He broke a reception reception uh, record as a rookie. He did it with Tua, which need to remind you, this is his second year, but really it's actually his rookie year. Yeah. He hardly played last year, and we're so stuck in this mindset of quarterbacks need to perform right away, whereas yeah. it was only a couple years ago. We didn't expect them to actually really come in in their own until years three or four. Yeah, I mean, look at Tannehill. I know he had a kind of an off year yeah. this last year, but the guy is definitely way better than he was in the beginning. So this is just another – and they played together in college. There's obviously chemistry there. I don't see it going away. And if they're both there next year, I think it only gets better. And based off of what's going on with Flores, Flores never liked Tua to begin with, so we don't know exactly. how that kind of dynamic was affecting things. And so. they were – Wanted to bring Deshaun Watson in. Yeah, those quotation was, marks, because yeah. whether or not that was true or not, but if it did right. happen, but there his value would only go tension. up if they brought somebody like that. There was in. definitely yep. some tension in the clubhouse. Baker, you got anything to throw in there? Waddle's touchdown dance is phenomenal. It is. It's the greatest. It yes. touchdown he should dance. be number one just yeah. for his dance. Look, oh, if, if this was a, if this was a touchdown celebration, he's Sorry. the one one. Uh, yeah, down. all the way around. Yeah, yeah. it's. I traded up in our rookie draft. I traded up, or I traded for, yeah. for him for me. Yep. Or I didn't trade up in the draft, but I ended up trading. Trading to get him. For I me, gave yeah. up a good bet to get him because I believed in him, and I thought he was one of the better receivers in the class. And he turned yeah. out to like it was like good. So I have faith, a yeah. lot of faith in him. Yeah. So that's me. Oh yeah. All right. But, well, hey, I can't dispute any of that. This uh, next guy on the list, number fifteen, is a guy that we all have a little bit of disparity on again. That's DeAndre Swift. I got him at 20. Terrell, uh, Baker's got him at 16. And, Terrell, you're the most bullish on him at 9. I am. Uh, so talk to me about Swift. Tell, tell me and Baker. Yeah, let me know what why, you're thinking. Why, okay. we're, why we're the dumb ones here. So I know it's, it's stupid for me to say, like, I have him – I have him ranked higher than what I want him as. And it's like, well, then why'd you rank him there? <laughs> well, it's, it's because you can't deny stupid fucking awesome talent. 
Okay. So for me, if I'm doing it in any kind of draft like this, if he's still there at, you know, at that place, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to grab him even though I may not want to keep him on my team because there's so many people that value. Are, yeah. Okay. Value. Because, you know, one of the things that I've been trying to get a better grasp of is you uh, draft by talent and you trade by need. You know, because the, if you have the better talent, then you can get basically what you want and build your right. team any way you want. It's not perfect for everybody. Did it's you not come perfect up with for that me. Saying? No, hell no. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it's, it's a method that a lot of people do use. And if he's there, he's so – I mean, he puts up awesome numbers when he's on the field. Oh, yeah. And if I can draft him there and I get the first three games of him putting up awesome numbers, right? hey, if I can turn him into two awesome receivers, if I have to give up a pick on top of him, you know, just yeah. to really put it in my favor, I'd rather do that. Well, you know, for me, and I and I'm pro- I might be uh, – Baker went to fix a drink, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of speak for both of us because I kind of think this is the same place he's coming from. A the offense and the team that he's on is is kind of doo doo now. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be the second year under uh, what's his lips the head coach and the dude wants to run the ball, so maybe. But the other thing is is, is the injuries, you know. Since he's been in the league, he's, he's only been here two seasons and he's he's missed substantial games due to injuries. So, you know, I think that if I knew he was going to be healthy for a full season or most of a season, and I knew that the offense was going to at least give him ample opportunity. For me, he'd be a top 10 pick without even blinking. Oh, I'm with you. If In the beginning of this football season, before we even had our first game, we did some mock drafts and stuff, and I'm the one that stayed away from DeAndre Swift. Right. And yeah. y'all, y'all kind of roasted me a little bit, and I said it was because of injury-prone and all that. Mm-hmm. But I also said of stupid talent. I'm still standing by that, even though I have him a lot higher than y'all. Yeah. Right. But once again, now we're talking about dynasty yeah, you're and not redraft. For value. Yeah, yeah. At redraft, I don't have him that high. Yeah, there's other guys I'm going to take before that, but we're talking about dynasty. That's where yeah. I'm kind of, you know. But I'm still standing by exactly what you just said. Yeah. That's how I've always felt about him, and I always will. Yeah, he definitely has injury issues, and yeah, he misses your most crucial games in the playoffs yeah. two years yeah. in yep. a row. I, I traded for him in one of our redraft leagues to yeah. get him. And he gave me one good week, and then I didn't see him the rest of the season. I know it ain't his fault, so. but, I mean, a pattern's a pattern, and I want to stay away from yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, definitely. McCaffrey's part of that pattern now. Yeah. Um, you know, and so you, you kind of look at these guys, and you know what they can do on the field, and you're like, when they play, they're fucking dynamite. Mm-hmm. But it's just and where you, do you, you draw get tired that line? of looking at them in the, in the IR spots. Yeah. The yeah, and where do you draw that line as to your comfort for drafting them? Right. You know, knowing that that's in the back of your head is that could p- potentially be a possibility. Yeah. Yep. Well, a notable guy that's that's not in our top twenty that is in most people's top twenties for this various reason, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. think any of us. I mean, he's I, a monster on the field. Yeah, when he plays, when he's he plays. amazing, and and, and uh, when he's under a good offense. But there's just, you know, it's just hard. But uh, so the next guy on the list, Tyreek Hill, another guy that we have a lot of disparity on with Baker. Uh, <laughs> you'll ser- soon learn there's a pattern here. I don't but like old people. At 14. I like some old people, but Tariq not all old Hill, people. Uh, I have him ranked at number nine overall. Baker has him at 27 overall. And Terrell's got him at 10 overall. Boom. Um, now, again, this boils down to his age and the fact that he will disappear for games. I know where you're coming from. I have him in Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I've had him for two years. And when he puts me up 50 points, I'm doing cartwheels, and then he puts me up five for three <laughs> weeks. And I'm yeah, ready it's... to absolutely – 
throw him throw away. Throw him away, and then he puts up forty two. Yeah, know? he'll so, he'll be the he'll be the wide receiver five, and that'll be on six weeks. Yeah, six weeks <laughs> of, of amazing play. Yeah, and exactly, then, uh, and then eleven some, weeks of trash. Some wide receiver two, maybe a, a yeah. low flex play. And then you he know. disappeared in the in the playoffs this year. It's, so in, you, in the I fantasy kinda, playoffs, you kind of you want to look for consistency with the dynasty. Like I, I love the term "set it and forget it." Because you can, there yeah. there are people out there that you can literally pick up and just. Well, you well don't there's have to one that you can, and then you still didn't put him in there. And we'll talk about him here <laughs> in, in the next. But Terrell, do you want to add or question anything more on Tyree Kill? No, not really. All right, the next guy on the list. This is the one that probably I actually got irritated when when we talked. I created problems. At 13, coming in is Cooper Cup. I have him at 11. Huh. Terrell has him at eight. Uh-huh. And Baker has him at 25. Yeah. The wide receiver won this year, the most consistent wide receiver in the history of fantasy. If he didn't score a touchdown, he'd have still been a top five wide receiver. But he he's had only over been top 10 twice in his whole yeah, career. Yeah, I know, but he's only played one season with Matthew Stafford, and he had over 190 targets, and he absolutely lit the fantasy world on fire. And guess who's going to be his quarterback next year again? Matthew Stafford, who obviously has a love affair with Cooper Cup, they eat breakfast every day, and the guy gets open. Now, I get it. I get it. Cooper Cup is 28. He will be 29 in June. I don't think this guy is going to be around five more years, but if I can get two more years, that ranks a borderline top 10 pick for me in Dynasty. And you just mentioned set it and forget it. And there is no one in this entire draft that is more set it and forget it based off of the year he had this past year with Matt Stafford, than Cooper Cup. So I cannot understand how you would rather take Aaron <laughs> Jones, who is not set it and forget it, over Cooper Cup if you have a league with a flex play. It, just, it boggles the mind. So explain yourself, because you've also got T. Higgins at 13, and he is not as set it and forget it. As Cooper Cup. He's not as set it and forget it as Cooper Cup was this last year. I mean, I we've talked about it on many podcasts in the you're past. An, you're an ageist is what I, you are. You're I'm, a fantasy ageist. I'm an, I'm an ageist one ageist. overall, yes. I am an ageist one overall. <laughs> but I, at the same time, too, I also know, like we've talked, defenses, defensive coordinators are smart, yep. and they're not going to let – they're not going to let what happened this year happen to this degree, or they shouldn't. I, okay, so I, I he had 190 them. targets. He may only get 150 targets. Uh, well, right no, let's say he still gets 150 targets, but I think he the matchups work out, and he ends up only end up getting so half he'll be of those a top receptions. So he'll be, he'll, he'll be he'll be wide receiver six next. Year. I, I I'll go out there. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. Let's say I will buy you both a 12 pack at the end of next season if he finishes in the top 12. If Cooper Cup finishes as a one receiver, I will buy you both a 12-pack because I don't think it's going to happen. You heard it here first. Yes. A a 12-pack of my choosing. Uh, You're choosing. I don't care. It could be a 12-pack of Jack Daniels liter bottles, and and I'll buy it for you. But I don't think Cooper Cooper Cup finishes as a top 12 wide receiver next year. Top 12 Baker buys beers. Reference, and then this podcast is when Baker was right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, you know, weird hot yeah. takes. Whatever I'll, I'll you write call down it, the but, episode number but just, of it when we when we get done. That's just, I just wrote it on my mic stand <laughs> so that I won't lose It'll it. Never yeah, go I'll look away. at it from here yeah, on. You're speaking and our language fine. now. Yeah, so. I'm, and, that's, right. and, I, and I may be completely wrong, and I'll eat crow if I am. I, 
But that's just that's okay, just my hey, hot take. So hey, look, everybody, look. One thing I'll say, Matt Baker, you stand by your decisions, good or bad. If yeah. this ends up being <laughs> like, hey, or not, <laughs> you're gonna be like, I don't know what the fuck I said. Yeah, I was drunk. <laughs> well, then I'll I'll add to this that yeah, we are in a we're drafting a dynasty and the key is to dynasty years and years and years. But at the same time, if all we draft are young players, it's not going to give us anything for the next three years as a whole team. Then why are you playing now yeah. instead of three years from now? Yeah. So you got to have some players and he's one of those that's going to compete for you next year. I'm going to draft him where he's at without the intention of trying to trade him before he falls off. Yeah. I'm riding that white knight all the way to the freaking wheels fall off. <laughs> but I'm just saying it, yeah. He is one of those that you got to throw the age out of the window. He was just a top guy. He was consistent. He played every single game and yep. balled out for yep. you. With the first year with Matt Stafford, and then Odell came in and he still balled out. Yep. He did it when Woods was still active. The whole year he did it. And, and I'm doing it two years in a row. You got to have a little bit of balance. He's one of those guys that you're not drafting for age. You're drafting because you want to win. Oh, and you'll see him in the Super Bowl. He's going to yeah. make many appearances. I'm, I'm not well, taking talent. And, and away here's at the all. thing: yeah. I'm going to throw this at you too, Baker, because you made this point in the last podcast that sometimes you draft guys based off of the team name. Imagine <laughs> the names you can come up with. Cup. Now listen: That's if you true. had C.D. Lamb and Cup on your team, you could have cup of CD uh, of these lamb nuts. Yeah, you could. <laughs> cup of CD's lamb nuts. Yeah, CD's CD's cup of lamb nuts. See me oh. cup these lamb nuts. There you go. <laughs> oh, that was see me, not cup, CD, cup my and, bad. Cup and lamb's nuts. <laughs> wow. See? So yeah, I mean, cup, you know what? CD's cup He's of nuts. He's my number one overall pick so I can have a cup in my in my name. <laughs> All right, next guy on the list coming in at number 12. Uh, Antonio Gibson, running back for the Footy McFootball Face uh, Commandos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time we heard it. Oh, God, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, number 18. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> the Footy McFootball Face Commandos. commandos. <laughs> uh, I had him at 18. Baker's got him at 14. Terrell is the most bullish on him at 7. Real quick, Terrell, without getting too crazy, talk to me about why you got him inside the top 10. Workhorse, they say they want to use him. There was some concerns, but then they still use him. And You're just in a day and age where workhorse running backs is what people want okay, and what they need. All right, can't argue with that. Moving on to number 11. This guy is a guy that you could draft. If you drafted him at number 11, he could potentially be a top three guy depending on the offense but that is cd lamb i have him at 19 baker's got him at nine terrell's got him at 13 i'm the lowest on him and the biggest reason for me um was just again about the guys above him that i would prefer to have but again you know it's hard he's it's it's not like there's a huge gap in the way that i feel about these guys it's just that i was i look at him and said i would take this guy over that guy you know i would take tyree kill over cd lamb even in a dynasty, I would take Cooper Cup over C.D. Lamb. But if C.D. Lamb's there in an actual draft, I may change my mind, depending on how things fall. Just I don't know. Real quick, if Gallup's not there, or if Gallup's not there. Which she probably won't be. Probably won't be. They actually, rumors are talked about that Coop might, or Cooper might get traded, and they can't afford to keep Schultz. Yeah. If yeah, all Schultz three of those things were to fucking magically yeah, happen does that change your output on does. him being there 100 percent. that yeah. and let's if say Amari that cooper leaves cd lamb moves in easily into my top 10 yeah uh, that and i mean well, hell even, even if, if just gallops stays, and they don't keep schultz because no, i'm just to, saying even if gallop stays amari cooper's the cog in that that yeah. that thing if yeah. gallops if gallop stays 
Cassidy will be the clear alpha then, and uh, he will be getting the work because you'll also have Cedric Wilson to throw in the slot with Gallup and him on the yeah. outside. I mean, that's 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 a great. You'll have a possession guy, and you'll have CD to just yeah, do no, whatever. That's, man. that's true. Twenty. He's twenty-two. If yeah. Cooper twenty-two. If Cooper about Murray Cooper not being there kind of made it move. Yeah, for me no, when, definitely. When it comes to CD Lamb, I might move him up, and I got him at nine. I mean, yeah. if, if Cooper if leaves, we're, and we're in you a got Gallup to keep. A, to stretch the yeah. field with oh, CD? But if, oh, if no. Cooper and Gallup leave? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. You know, we're, if we're in a conversation with an ageist, how old is Cooper? Uh, thir- Cooper 35, not 35,244 oh, years old. Yeah, I've been uh, hating Amari for three years. Actually, how long Amari, have I been hating actually, on Amari? Amari Cooper, yeah. <laughs> Look, we, me and him actually talked about uh, how we, we actually lost Amari Cooper, I, and he somehow always he does. Still does he still finishes yeah, with like, top two at like, the minimum. I'm, I'm somebody like, I ain't I'm taking like, Amari Cooper before the seventh round, and then he finishes <laughs> at the top ten wide He's zero. like, yeah, no, it's, we talked yeah. about it last year. He's 27. Yeah. It's insane because, like, you just in my mind, it's like he's old, He's injury prone. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he is a bit. But then you look at him. He's he, he, he still plays eighty so percent good. of the and the games he does play. He's amazing. You start him. Yeah. You can't. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can't not. I mean, I've never had him. I've always avoided him. And then I'm always in the seat going, Why the fuck did I take the him? Very, a very yeah. similar boat. I had a shot at him in the second, and I just looked past him, and <laughs> here we are. Uh, All right, next guy on the list who we also have some disparity in, and this will go against your ageist. Thing, but AJ Brown at number ten, I've got him at ten. Baker's got him at twenty six, and Terrell has him at six. Same as DeAndre Swift for me. Yeah. Okay. And so Baker, okay, he's not old. No, um, he's not old. Uh, when he's on the field, he's dynamic. He is a bit of of an injury prone guy, but. <laughs> Is He's he no does? more injury prone than I don't know. No. Say Aaron Jones. This one's you're saying you would take Aaron Jones over AJ Brown, but let, I'll let you talk. Oh, he's he's a little less injury prone, or a little more injury prone than Andrew Jones or and Aaron Jones. One one season. Excuse me. Well, Aaron Jones has only got injured one season. He's been played full seasons every other season. He's miss, he misses games every season. Uh, might want to check that. He missed games this last season and the season before. I'm not talking about like seven or eight games. He misses. Well, Three, I mean, well, well, then so does I mean, so does AJ Brown. So does a lot of people. But I don't look at that. My thing with Aaron or AJ Brown is I don't like him. So <laughs> he goes to the back. <laughs> I, there's really what did nothing. AJ Brown do I don't you? know. I, you is know, this an Amari Cooper situation? I think it similarly <laughs> is. It, what happens was I had him two years ago on my team, and I like I needed 30 points uh, or something. A personal thing. Okay. He he had one catch for a touchdown <laughs> for 60 yards, and I lost by two points or some oh, stupid shit like that. I don't is. know. It's it's 100 percent personal. Oh, I just I just don't I don't. Okay. I'm not out here to to <laughs> risk my own fantasy career on. What I've been burnt on in the past. All right. <laughs> All right. Number nine, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, he's down this low because of his injuries. I still got him at five. Baker's got him at 11, and Terrell's got him at 22. I'm assuming that all of that, all uh, your 22 has solely to do with basically Every time years. I have him, he doesn't play. Right. And and, and, <laughs> and so it's kind of a personal thing, but, I mean, the dude is, he, in the last two years, clearly – Injury prone. So, mm-hmm. um, good news is this year he won't be taking number one overall in hooligans. So maybe he won't be out. <laughs> maybe season. he'll make it. Yeah. 
to yeah. make it through a full season this time? I just think uh, it's hard for me to, to push him out of the top five, but I can't argue with you Listen, y'all. screw me once, shame on me. Screw me twice, shame on Christian McCaffrey. If you screw me three <laughs> times in a row, you might as well call me the Panthers because <laughs> I, I obviously have him again. So. Oh, that reminds me of that old uh, George W. hit. Screw me once. Never going to scream me again. <laughs> oh, God, if you've never seen that, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, just look up uh, George W. Screamy Once uh, on YouTube, and it'll, it'll make mm, you laugh. Definitely go to YouTube. Don't go straight into Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number eight, it is the man, the man, and the man, Debo Samuel. I have him at twait. Twait. Twait? <laughs> I got him at 12. Baker's got him at eight, and Terrell's got him at twelve. Uh, Baker's got him inside the top ten. I can't argue with that. Uh, it, there's really we don't really need to kick that one around. But he's dude's going to be a monster. He's a running back. He's a wide receiver. He's more injury prone than AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah I he has proven to be. But uh, he's a monster. He is. A I don't. Know, I don't know how. Like, <laughs> he's a wide back. He is a wide back. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a running receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number seven, the the uh, the young gun. The one that uh, that is absolute trash, and that's Javante Williams. He's the worst. Yeah. If you have him Everybody in Dynasty, stay away you from should him. trade him. Yeah, he's next to nothing because that's all he's worth. <laughs> yeah, he ain't worth uh, it. But on a serious note, this guy is an absolute animal out there. He's going to be a barn health, uh, a fantasy viable guy. We need Melvin Gordon to find another team. Hopefully that happens this season. Yes. I've got him at 13, which that would change if if I knew Gordon wasn't going to be there. Yep. Uh, Baker has him at 7, and Terrell has him at 11. We're all right there together. It's kind yeah. of a future draft for me, too, yeah. though. I'm yeah. looking at years Just to come. For Dynasty, this dude yeah. is, is, uh, yeah. is, is right there. Number six, coming in at is the most beautiful – the 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 Jimmy Garoppolo of wide receivers, the Sean McBay of wide receivers, the Ryan Reynolds, the Ryan Reynolds of, of wide, wide receivers, receivers. <laughs> uh, DK Metcalf, Adonis, the but an amazing wide receiver. Also, he yes. uh, he had a down year and finished at wide receiver twelve. But uh, overall, this guy is just going to be an animal. I have him at seven. Baker's got him at five. Terrell is the most. Lowest on him, so I'm going to let him explain himself a little bit. But he has him at 14. So talk to me, Terrell. Why do you have him seven po- seven places lower than I do? The only reason I have him there is because the receivers I have above him had more consistent game-to-game scores. Okay. And that's the only reason. Now, if I was an ageist, he'd be four spots higher. <laughs> Wait, what's that put him at? Uh, ten. Uh, ten. So that'd be close to what I put him at. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, I can respect that. <laughs> Number five on our list: Najee Harris, the workhorse running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have him at number six. Baker's got him at ten. Terrell's got him at five. Um, you know, I don't. I, I, I want to get on you a little bit for having him at ten, but I can't really go after you too hard. My main concern is I just don't know that he's going to get all the dump-offs that Ben gave him. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they get any kind of a quarterback that can put anything down, which we know who their backups are, but maybe they draft somebody that we their don't see backups, coming. Their backups, I'm something. pretty sure, are trash and dumpster. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I don't know. That's another uncertainty in the quarterback position that well, I think he did really well with what he just had. Just to take your own point against you, Aaron Jones, you feel like keeps value because he is a great pass-catching back when he had an awesome quarterback. So if they get any kind of upgrade, if he's still the same 
awesome pass catching back, why are they going to take that away from such a solid attribute to the team? I'm not taking away from him being a good pass catching back. I'm taking away his volume. I say he loses half of his receptions because they're not relying on him <laughs> being the dump Who off. do they have that's going to take it? Well, I'm thinking if they got any kind of receiver that can put the ball or any well, kind of quarterback. They don't have a Devontae Adams. No, but they got Deontay Johnson, who gets a lot of receivers. Well, yeah. no, I'm saying they got yeah. Johnson. And they got Claypools. So, and they got Claypool. And they got the Fryermuth coming up. And they got Fryermuth coming out. Right. I mean, I'm just oh, saying that. Oh, I know, I know. Najee Harris was in a, in a good situation this year for a quarterback that can't put the ball downfield and likes the checkdowns, where if the quarterback, whoever it may be, is has any kind of an arm, the uncertainty is the only reason I bumped him down some, personally. I think there's a lot more with Aaron Jones because he knows the offense better, and they will, they will use him no matter who the quarterback is, where Najee was more of a safety valve for Ben Roethlisberger this last year. Why it may be, prove me wrong, and he'd be Yeah, I'm just saying, why wouldn't he still be the safety valve? He just, all I'm saying is the guy, he came in and he was put in a position where he had to be the workhorse. Yeah. Why wouldn't well, he stay and, there? And well, look, uh, Baker, it's not like Baker's got him at 30. So no, I mean, oh, no, got, no, well, no, no, no. In the no, same argument, I still have Najee over Aaron Jones. Yeah, right. I still oh, have I him over Aaron Jones. I'm just using oh, yeah. the reason. If you had Aaron Jones over Najee Harris, I would Oh, no, no, no. I still had him. I'm not mad with where you have him. I'm just trying to figure out, like, the reasoning. Yeah, no, well, that's that's part because of it. Because the reason I think he's he loses. why I still think he stays up here, because right. I think no matter what comes in, you don't take away Hey, if you really want to go at yeah. him, ask him why he would take Mark Andrews over him. <laughs> yeah. Nah. <laughs> that, just... Ah, God, no, we don't need to go down that path again. <laughs> all right, so coming in at number four, it was a unanimous pick at number four. We all had him here. It's Austin Eckler. I feel like we're all in the same boat. This guy is just yes. a dynamic dude. He is 26, but uh, he doesn't have the, the tread. You know, he's still got a lot of tread left on the tires. He's in a great offense with a great quarterback. Future looks bright. I think three years of this guy, he's a pass-catching dude. Yeah. Uh, that's enough said on that. Um, coming in at number three, Justin Jefferson. I got him at two. These two guys have him at three. I, I, I'm not going to argue that. It, you know, when you get into these. Like we talked last yeah. week, it could be either way. Yeah, it's just I mean, who I thought of right. first well, is they why got they a new went coach, two, three. And uh, we don't know if, if Kink's going to be there next year. So there is a little bit of influx going on with the Vikings. But either way, I think Jefferson will be fine. Yeah. Number two, Jamar Chase. Uh, I got him at three. These two gentlemen have him at two. But he's on a young team. with a, Obviously, they're going to the Super Bowl. They have a great core. He's got a great quarterback, young gun coming up. They're going to grow together. They've already been to college together. So, I, I, you know, I just think that barring health, you're just going to you're gonna get Jamar, and you're going to love every second of it for the next seven, eight, ten years yep. uh, if, if you ride your dynasty that long. And then coming in to number one, again, the only, two, the only other unanimous that we all had, but that is Jonathan Taylor. It's hard to dispute what this guy can do on the field. He can take, he, he can just run you over. He can run by you, through you, around you. You're not going to catch him. He's just, you know, the guy is just an animal out there. He'll jump on your back and ride past you, or he'll carry you on you. Mm-hmm. He'll pick you up and take you yeah. with him. Um, so I just he just I, needs to work on that stiff arm a little bit. Take some yeah, lessons from yeah. Well, Derek he needs Henry. to go spend go spend a off season hanging out with uh, King Henry. If he can get that down, yeah, he'll be the number yeah. one, the number two, the number three, and the, and number, the number four. four. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. Yeah. So, but there it is. Um, I will post this on the Facebook page for anybody that cares. But I'll run through it one more time. Number one, Jonathan Taylor. Number two, Jamar Chase. Number three, Justin Jefferson. Number four, Austin Eckler. Number five, Najee Harris. Number six, DK Metcalf. Number seven, Javante Williams. Number eight, Debo Samuel. Number nine, Christian McCaffrey. Number 10, A.J. Brown. 
Number 11, CeeDee Lamb. Number 12, Antonio Gibson. Number 13, Cooper Cup. 14, Tyreek Hill. 15, DeAndre Swift. 16, Jalen Waddell. 17, Devontae Adams. 18, Alvin Kamara. 19, Kyle Pitts. Baker's apparently <laughs> loading a pistol. Uh, it's re- a remote. Pistole remote. Uh, Pistole remote. Kyle Pitts, number 19. Number 20, T. Higgins. 21, Nick Chubb. 22, Mark Andrews. 23, Aaron Jones. And 24, DJ Moore. That is the first official Just an Average NFL podcast listicle, listicle. dropping right on your chin. And uh, forehead. <laughs> oh, uh, teabagging the listicles. Dropping listicles on you daily. <laughs> uh, we will try to work on coming up with more rankings, but the arguments we had off of this one, it may ruin a friendship if we do it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I already hate these guys. <laughs> yeah, it would never ruin a friendship, but it, it's, it is funny to Wouldn't figure out. you keep out. talking shit about my Mark Andrews pick? And the fucking Kamara one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the Mark Andrews is by far the most egregious <laughs> pick you've had in this in this whole thing. I'm weird. What do you want out of me? <laughs> hey, he drafted uh, a kicker first overall. I did. And went to the championship. And went yep, to the championship. That year. <laughs> Didn't win it, but went. <laughs> yeah, I got second place And he played that, that hey, and that kicker. <laughs> that kicker was the number one kicker. Yeah, <laughs> he put me up an average. Talk of about set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started with a kicking <laughs> he position. Like, <laughs> he's like, "This could be the best kicker it. ever. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. draft him. And then I don't have to worry about it." Week, uh, he hey, here's, here's what I'll tell you right now: If you take a kicker number one overall, that motherfucker better. <laughs> he better be a set it and forget oh, it guy. He uh, was. It worked out. Was it Goskowski? You'll never. Yep. Steven Goskowski. You will never cease to amaze me, ever, on what you do. And uh, how it works. Look, based off of his Bengals <laughs> shit, all of a sudden I'm going to be. Like, Mark Andrews is going to break every record next year. Aaron Jones is going to be amazing. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, uh, Kamara is going to be like uh, he's not even. He's, he's going to be. Yeah, and like, obviously, Cooper Cup's getting traded to the Lions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jaguars. Oh, I don't want to take him away from Amon Ross St. Brown. I called him good too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to do honorable mention. Amon Ross St. Brown would, would have been number 25. The dude is just an up-and-coming. The, the main thing that keeps him down the list, I think, for all of us is the offense that he plays on and, and the quarterback that he plays for. So <laughs> he did as good as he did with that. So only imagine if he ever gets a real quarterback. So. Right. But I will say that we're going to shut it down. going to shut it down. We will come back for one Some more result. episode after the uh, the Super Bowl. We will go over that. We will figure out who the winner was of the picks. We will hit you with some some free agent talks, some potential free agents this year where uh, we would like to see them go and, and stuff uh, next week. So, uh, so yeah, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl is Sunday, right? It is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, what's the date? Uh, Today's that, the 8th. The, the Super Bowl February. is on February the 13th. What not there another significance to that date? I don't know. You guys know anything? You know anything on? that's like significant anything that, that day? Went down on February the 13th? I can't Maybe. think of anything. Y'all have a good night. In 1977. <laughs> Only when it's on Fridays. <laughs> on on, yeah. on oh, February yeah. the 13th in 1977. What's that? There was brought forth unto this land. Was it uh, <laughs> the the uh, yeah. 1B? A sex, uh, no, a sexy, a sexy uh, host with the most. Was born unto us all. His is name that, was is that what it was? Hayes. That's yeah. a birthday. That's a birthday, yeah, right? It's my birthday. I just want to go ahead and say, from just an average NFL podcast, even though we don't like you, it's still your birthday, <laughs> and happy birthday, we love you. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And just because we won't yeah. talk till afterwards, and well, I don't want to hey, be like next week during the podcast. I'm wearing my birthday suit. God, I hope so. <laughs> I bought it for you. <laughs> 
and Terrell will be facing the opposite direction. Of the so table. next week, uh, I won't be here. Terrell will be like brought to you live from Baker's Toilet, where there's a wall separating me from my me and my brother's birthday suit. <laughs> Hey, can you hear me from back here? <laughs> oh, so there so, it is. Happy That's, birthday to you. just an average NFL podcast yeah. hostess with the mostess. Not a, not a and host, mostly not we're talking about we're talking about titties. So, <laughs> oh, okay. yes. if you're talking about titties, then hostess is the right way to put that. Oh. But uh, later from me. Well, oh. Is that what are we signing <laughs> off? <laughs> he decided to kick it off. Okay. I'm like done. <laughs> get right, out of here. Hey, we're we're working on getting you to that average place. So if we can do that, then we've done our job. So y'all have a good week out there. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yep. Because if you're average, not last. Holla. <laughs>